Sadly, our economy has been dominated by businesses that cater to the woke mob. Uh, that's why I'd like to talk to you about Patriot Mobile. Uh, I have Patriot Mobile. You have Patriot Mobile yet, yeah, you lazy? Years Un- and years ago. Go ahead. You're still lazy and unpatriotic. Well, sure, but uh, <laughs> I still have the right phone. Right, okay. So Patriot Mobile, you can switch right now. For the past 10 years, they've offered nationwide coverage with access to all three of the major networks, equipping you with the same coverage that you've always had, but without sending your money to leftist causes. Uh, also, they have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team that will make the switching incredibly easy. You can keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade one or both. Patriot Mobile is going to get you the plan that you need at the rate that you need. So go to PatriotMobile.com slash now or call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, offer code BECK. Join me, make the switch today. Even, even Stu did it. What are you waiting for? PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 972-PATRIOT. Did you know that yesterday, the Texas flag landed on the moon? The first time in 50 years, the United States has landed something on the surface of the moon. And we did it with a private company. This was a banner day yesterday, and everyone's like, what else is going on? It's pretty remarkable. We'll tell you about that and so much more coming up in 60 seconds. First, the dollar isn't worth what it used to be. You know, it's not that prices are going up as much as the value of the dollar is going down because there's too many dollars out there. We just keep printing more. The phrase gets um, tossed around. Dollar's just not what it was before, you know, it's just kind of... Yeah, I know. Think about that. We're losing so many of the great things that have made us the greatest nation in the history of the world. Our government is tearing America down brick by brick. And in this case, it's gold brick after gold brick. Where will you and your family be after the structure falls? Will you be protected from the storm? Lear Capital is here to help you build a shelter. No obligation. You'll just get free information on protecting your hard-earned money with gold or silver. With $3 billion in trusted transactions, thousands of five-star reviews, and a 24-hour risk-free purchase guarantee, Lear is the precious metals leader that you can trust. Get your free wealth protection guides, and Lear will also credit your account $250 towards your purchase. Call today at 800-889-3070, 889-3070. That's a 1-800 number. Lear Capital, 800-889-3070. Let me start with something I read on The Blaze today. It's the Kroger checkout aisle. 
The woman in front of me has tried three different credit cards so far, and none of them have gone through. A few aisles away, a baby cries until her mom places an iPad in front of her, and she descends lazily into the virtual world where, where she'll probably live most of her life. I'm inspecting the quality of everything in my cart, seeing if there's anything I could negotiate a discount for while rethinking that bottle of kombucha I grabbed. And do I really need that? The woman bagging my groceries appears to be old enough to have comfortably retired by now, but instead she's trying to lift my 12-pack of toilet paper into my cart while I stop her and tell her I, 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 I can handle that. Maybe I've just been too wrapped up in my own head to really take stock of the sincere moment of connection at the grocery store entrance. It was just a brief blur of humanity in an increasingly disconnected world. When she tells me the total, the cashier gives me a sympathetic look. It adds up fast now, huh? I give her a weak chuckle. Yeah, yeah, sure does. Neither of us say, thanks, Biden. But somehow we both know that we're thinking it, and our smiles just widen a bit. In the parking lot, there's a man on a speakerphone with somebody he's very angry with. He's shouting profanities into the phone, dropping N-words like he's J. Cole. I know he sees me loading my groceries into the back of my Kia Soul right, now, right next to him. We made eye contact when he yelled into his iPhone about being disrespected. It's one of the most beautiful Texas afternoons I've seen in a long time. There is not... One, I mean, literally, not one single cloud in the sky. The air has maintained the lingering crispness of a colder temperature as the sun melts the winter away. Somebody cuts me off on the way out of the parking lot, and I realize I can't blame Biden for that. I used to think that the universal test of your humanity was whether or not you put your shopping cart back into its designated parking spot, but I think the bar is significantly lower now. The new test is if you can handle grocery shopping without cussing somebody out. I'm not angry because I'm still thinking about the old man I passed at the Kroger entrance. He was wearing a hat that I believe said he was a veteran from the Korean War. He stopped a young man whose job it was to pick up the carts that were scattered haphazardly around the parking lot and return them to the store. The old man shook the young man's hand and said something that sounded like, you're doing good work. I thought maybe he knew the young man. Maybe it's a neighbor that works at Kroger. Maybe these men were neighbors too. I, I don't know. It's, it's not a big town. Or maybe he didn't know him. Maybe I had misinterpreted the whole scene in my usual distracted rush to get my groceries without collapsing into despair about the price of garlic. Maybe I'd been too wrapped up in my own head to really take stock of the sincere moment of connection at the grocery store entrance. It was just a brief blur of humanity in an increasingly disconnected world. I had a moment watching the woman fumbling to find a card that wouldn't be declined when I thought, maybe I should just offer to pay. But her card went through right before I acted. 
but I could only I could only trace the impulse back to that old man at the front entrance. He was kind to somebody at the grocery store. Maybe I could be kind, too. I realized while driving the uncrowded Main Street back home that humanity is equally as contagious as inhumanity, but significantly less engaging. I couldn't help but remember the details of the man yelling into his phone, but the random act of sincerity by the old man? That went almost unregistered by me. Headlines today are plastered with the End of the world. He killed her. They hate him. Rarely is there an article about the old man who shook the young man's hand on a Sunday afternoon at the local grocery store. Or the neighbors who finally escalated their friendship from an occasional hello to the planning of game night. The graduate of AA being baptized at church or the the parents who worked it out instead of splitting up. The countless stories of people who had every excuse to despair, to lash out, but didn't. We don't read those stories, but we do live them. I'm pulling into my driveway where my husband is waiting to help me unload. We go on a short walk around the neighborhood Notice everyone who has painted their door or is having a cookout. The sun is now setting in that kind of endless skyway Texans brag about. We brag about it when we get a call from a relative someplace else asking how we are. Ah, we're actually doing very well. This is written by one of uh, the newer members of my staff. She is a remarkable woman. And when I first hired her, I said to all the other producers, she's not depressed yet. Keep all of the news away from her. She just has a way of looking at things and seeing the good things in life. And it's not because she doesn't read the news. She does. She just has a different outlook because she just, I think, as many of my staff do, they just, they walk with God, try to walk with God. And somehow or another, she's just got some armor on her that I lack. But I'm a better man because I work with her and I work with, I work with the best team ever, except for Stu. I go home, and my wife says, how's your day? Uh, usual. Another banner day in America. And we laugh, or we commiserate, because she's been outside in the grocery store. You know, one of our problems is, in fact, I think it may be our biggest problem. We're not grateful anymore. We're not grateful for anything. Really, we're not. You know how great we have it still yet today? With all of the problems that we have, and we've got big ones. 
we're still the luckiest people in the world. Our standard of living is insane. Insane. Even when we're struggling, we're better off than anybody in Europe. Take a minute to notice. Don't let the bad things just impact you. Let the good things impact you as well. Maybe if you go to theblaze.com and you find this story, Fear and Loathing in the Kroger parking lot, read that and then read the comments underneath it. It's amazing how many were like, oh, yeah, I just saw this or, you know, I'm going to do this. I stand by this audience is just different. Read that article. Share it. Share your thoughts in the comments. Better yet, just do something. I don't think that guy in the, in the hat knew that guy. I was raised by a dad who could have fought in Korea. He joined the Marines and he was flat-footed, so they kicked him out. He so wanted to be a Marine. But he used to notice people that were not noticed all the time. He was the kind of guy that was so embarrassing when I was growing up. Yeah, I was, he, we would go into a restaurant and somebody would be really good. And he'd say, can I see your manager? And like, Dad, don't do Before he'd leave, he'd always say, you have an amazing server here. You have an amazing employee. Sometimes that's more valuable than a tip, I think. I mean, I'll leave a tip. My dad used to leave tips, too. And, but nobody communicates with each other anymore. I was in a parking lot of a grocery store just a couple of weeks ago. I did the same thing with a guy. I was watching him, young guy, and he was rounding up all the shopping carts. And I thought... You can't get anybody to work. I was, at a, I was at a Popeye's yesterday. My wife is still gone, so dad made chicken last night. And I went through the Popeye's. And this guy was brutal. Just brutal. I've never been to a Popeye's where it wasn't a brutal experience. You kind of like, it's great chicken. You know, they practically throw it at you, but... <laughs> This guy was just awful, miserable, miserable. My daughter, um, because I forgot my wallet, my daughter paid, and she had Apple Pay. And this was his response. He, he just, he opened up the window and he said, I don't remember, $480, please. And it's before we could, you know, respond to the, oh, my Hey, you're shouting at us, and wow, that's a lot of money for some chicken. My daughter said, I have Apple Pay. He said, oh, perfect. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, huh, I don't, I mean, can you, why, why? 
It's a choice. Your attitude is a choice. How could you choose to be like that all the time? So this guy was rounding up the shopping carts. And I thought, man, look at him. He's actually working hard. And I went up to him, too, and I said, hey, good job. Thank you. And I helped him push some stuff in. I don't know if that made a difference in his, his day, but it did mine. Just noticing somebody working hard, somebody trying to do the right thing. Life often keeps you so incredibly busy that you don't have time to be held back from living in it because of pain. Most of the pain that we suffer, especially on a regular basis, is caused by inflammation in our body. And if you've ever had it, you know exactly what I mean. Uh, if you suffer from frequent pain like I did, oh my gosh. Thank God, thank God, Relief Factor worked. And my wife made me take it. She's like, I'm not going to listen to you whine anymore if you just won't try everything. And I didn't think this would work. It's a daily supplement. It's 100% natural, blah, 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 blah. And it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it reduces inflammation. Oh, you mean like, uh, ibuprofen or Advil, which does nothing for me. So I took it, I took it for three weeks and I was shocked that it worked. Changed my life. Why don't you see if it will change yours as well? It doesn't work for everybody. About 30% of the people, um, it doesn't work for you. Just, that's why they offer their three week quick start trial. You just take it for three weeks. If it's not doing anything for you, just stop taking it. But that's 1995 to see if you're part of that 70% that get out of pain like me. 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. When you feel the difference, you know it works. Relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. A private robotic rob rover touched down on the moon Thursday, becoming the first U.S. spacecraft in more than 50 years to land on the lunar surface. I remember vaguely, I, 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 I don't remember if it was the first moon lander because I was very young. And I don't remember if it was the first lunar lander you know, John, um, yeah, John Glenn and uh, Neil Armstrong, not John Glenn, Neil Armstrong and uh, what's his name? The angry one, Buzz Aldrin, landing on the moon. Or if it was maybe 1970 or 71, but I remember it. And I remember watching maybe 72, seeing them when I was in classrooms and we would watch it happen live. And then it just became, ugh. it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing that we can do that. We have, we've gone so far that we're like, oh, you can type that in. What, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean it's not right? I, I typed in what I wanted, and it made the backdrop a, for a moving film for me. I mean, the technology that we have is incredible. And now we've put a... Uh, machine back on the moon. This time it's on the dark side of the moon. They're trying to figure out how to communicate with it. It's having, it was having some problems and they have to work on that. They're on the other side of a planet. Do you know why you want to be on the dark side of the moon? 
if you're on the dark side of the moon, if we built a space telescope on the other side of the moon, there is no interference from Earth. You can't hear anything from Earth. Because all of it, it's like the moon cuts a hole in all of the broadcast and everything else that comes off of the Earth. It cuts this clear hole so you have no distortion. It's incredible. Well, there you go. That's it. It's amazing, too, that uh, we were told forever that we needed to have the government doing all this stuff. And forever they said, you know, uh, what was the biggest accomplishment of the government? Oh, it was NASA's la- landing on the moon, which, of course, is an amazing accomplishment. Mm-hmm. But uh, we were always told that we have to keep funding these programs. Only government can do it. And then Elon Musk and, uh, and others uh, have proven that to be completely wrong to the extent now that the government has to go to them to get things done. That's why that's the only thing that's saving Elon Musk. It really is. It is. He would be totally toast right now, toast. but he is providing so many services that he can only, only, only he, he can, can exclusively do. do. I mean, they're trying to get him out of there, but I mean, why would you do that? Look what the guy has done. Yeah. It's not his board of directors that have done it. No, no, <laughs> no. And, and you might think, I, cause I think this way when I go on Twitter, sometimes I'm like, eh, you know, I don't know his changes since he's been there. I don't know that they've been particularly great other than I, I an opening free to free speech, which I think has been valuable, but I don't, the service <laughs> itself is incredibly valuable. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Where else can you have that? Where else do you have? I don't know. That? I mean, I guess that's it, right? I mean, yeah, and that's, uh, that's it's it. very valuable. The site yeah, I don't like think moon works base. well necessarily anymore. I mean, it's not as good, maybe as technically as it was. But I mean, part of that is because they were hemorrhaging money all the time, and you had to say, like, guys. We can't have 47 people who are making scones for the office anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, I got it's pretty rational choices he's made there. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, overall, an incredibly uh, positive influence on, on what's gone on here in the world. And, and, he, and he's treated like an enemy because he likes free speech and wanted to keep his company open dur- during COVID. And won't play something. by the rules. That's yeah. why... Businesses in other countries have always hated Americans and America. And it's what our biggest advantage was. We don't play by the rules. We don't fit into anybody's little box. We see something and say, I don't know, let's do it. Glenn Beck. Honestly, that is what happened with Blinds.com. Blinds.com is our sponsor. And back in the 1990s, uh, I think it was one of their kids of the founders was like, you know, this internet thing is big. And uh, the parents who had been selling blinds, you know, in stores forever, they were like, "Uh uh-huh, we sell blinds. And they decided to look into it, and they were the first people to sell something like this online. So you remember, this is in the day where you had to buffer. This this is in the 90s. Uh, And so you... They were selling them online, so they've had to come up with ways to make it super, super simple. And they're, that's why they're the leaders in the world of selling window treatments online. Blinds.com. Right now, 40% off site-wide. Get 40% off a limited time now at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. It, there's a reason. Blinds.com is the industry leader in online window treatments. They offer free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee. It's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
Today's your last day to save 30% off Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the code free speech. You'll save 30%. And then after this, Bidenomics kicks in and all the prices go up. I'll give you a mile marker. I feel like part of my uh, job is to inform you. Are we go- what direction are we going in, and how fast are we going? Let me give you a couple of stories here that are gravely, gravely concerning. Um, I told you last week the Soros Fund Management, um, you know, run by. Uh, billionaire George Soros and his son have now taken uh, control or are on the verge of taking control uh, of Odyssey. Odyssey is the second largest radio broadcaster in America. Only iHeartRadio owns more. And thank God, at this point, uh, iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, has uh, the premier radio networks. I've worked for this company in one way or another since 1989 they are my partner uh with his broadcast and they have been always very very supportive uh if it wasn't for my partners uh julie talbot and dan metter and uh and all of the people at iheart media just this show wouldn't be heard anywhere uh so iheart is the only one right now not under attack and i'll tell you about this First, Odyssey. Odyssey uh, amassed $1.9 billion in debt. They filed for bankruptcy. Uh, And now Soros uh, is taking on the the fund, and they will be the largest shareholder once the bankruptcy proceedings conclude. Where are we? They're dismantling radio. And buying radio up. Now, Soros has already bought, what, last year, I think 50 radio stations that were all Spanish-speaking. Gee, isn't that interesting? Now he's buying up the second largest broadcaster uh, in America. Odyssey owns 220 stations, News Talk uh, in New York, Uh, Chicago, Los Angeles, all of some of the biggest news talk stations in the country. They own the the radio stations, uh, including uh, KDWNAM in Las Vegas, PHT, Philadelphia, KDKA in Pittsburgh. They have Dana Lash uh, on many of their stations. They have Sean Hannity. They have Mark Levin and George Soros has spent more than $21 billion over the last few decades. He spent $1.3 billion in 2022 alone. Most of that cash went to left-wing causes, including Media Matters, Planned Parenthood, the Sunrise Movement. He's the guy who has put in the radical DAs and the radical attorney generals. And now, what? He's buying up talk radio. Why would you do that? Why would you buy all of these broadcasts? It seems like it's a failing industry, right? It's not. It's not. 
about 80% of the people still listen to radio. 80%. That's incredible. You think nobody listens to the radio. 80% still listen to the radio. Okay, so that is the second largest broadcaster now going to George Soros. Then we have this. Cumulus. Cumulus used to be the ABC radio network. It used to be the largest. Now I think it is the third largest. Cumulus is facing a takeover from an investor based in Singapore. Part of the process of their bankruptcy, uh, it has asked for and received from the FCC permission to become as much as 100% foreign owned. So the third largest broadcaster is about to go to a Singapore holdings company. <clears throat> how, how does this bid for America? You have George Soros and a Singapore company. And then iHeart all alone. But don't worry. News for radio gets even better. Yesterday, Brendan Carr, he's an FCC commissioner, he came out and said the FCC has just ordered every broadcaster to start posting a race and gender scorecard that breaks down the demographics of their workforce. Activists lobbied for this because they want to see businesses pressured into hiring people based on their race and gender. Courts have already overturned the FCC twice for pressuring broadcasters into making hiring decisions in violation of the Constitution. I dissent. This is a shot across our bow now. If the Supreme Court doesn't stop them again, we will now, if I want to be on radio, have to disclose, by the way, I don't have a problem doing this. I'm almost 2% Native American, so <laughs> I'm a minority inside of a minority. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, anyway, um, we have to start hiring based on gender and everything else. I don't care what, you know, male, female. I don't care who you sleep with. I don't care what color you are. Really don't. I want to know what's inside of your head. I want to know how you think. Can you bring something different that I don't bring to the table? That's how I hire. Can you fit what your different thinking is into what I'm trying to accomplish? If you can, great. We're going to work together forever. Forever. Most of the people that I work with, and I apologize for this, spend their life working with me. Because we it have. It feels that way. Because we have a good working relationship. <laughs> we all respect each other. Again, except for Stu. <laughs> This is really, and let me give you another, let me give you another one. This is not about radio. Vice Media stops publishing on vice.com, slashes hundreds of jobs amid mainstream media death spiral. So all of these mainstream media companies, they're all, did you, did you hear about uh, CBS uh, and uh, Catherine uh, Heritage? How do you say her name? Heritage, 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 right? I can't, I can't remember. Anyway, worked with her at Fox. We were obviously very close. 
Um, <laughs> but she's very, very credible. Uh, she's worked. I don't agree with her all the time, but she's an actual journalist. And CBS News, they just threw her out. She's gone. Now, they're saying that's because, you know, we've we've laid you know lots of people off recently because we're collapsing. <laughs> that's their, argu- that's their that's argument, their for, argument for themselves. Yeah, we're collapsing. OK, well, maybe or maybe a real journalist just isn't welcome there anymore. I don't know. But everything, all of the media, what I said to Stu, and when we were at the height of Fox, I said, we got to get out of here. And everybody's like, what? Everybody works their whole life to get here. And I'm like, we got to get out of here. So this whole thing is going to burn itself down. It's all going to collapse. And here we are. It's collapsing. But as I said at the time as well, if you're here while it collapses and you survive, you'll then be working for the government. Because all of these people will get bail. They'll get bailed out by the federal government. We can't. These institutions are far too important. It goes back to your Cloward and Piven stuff from yesterday. That is worth watching. If you go to uh, your Blaze TV account, you can watch it on demand. Um, But it's it's one of those situations where, like, you know, Vice is a great example of this. I mean, Vice, how many articles did Vice write about how you were, your career and life was collapsing? Oh, my gosh. I, I can't even, again. I can't even. Over and over. <laughs> over again. and over again. And they, all these companies that have, been, that have been writing for years about how conservative media personalities were going to flame out and their, you know, the businesses were going to collapse are Our, now all gone. They're yeah. just, you know, they've, they've all either dissolved or fired all their people and AI is writing their articles. I mean, it's, it is sure satisfying for me, <laughs> but it is it is embarrassing for them. I would I would assume. I mean, it's it's a I don't know. Maybe they're all just they've all moved on and they're all just taking money from the government and and, and living at home now, but uh, or, or working from home now. But I don't know. It doesn't seem like they they are able to keep any of these things afloat. Despite I mean, how much money did Vice get? Billions and billions of dollars of just free investment cash dumped into that place. Imagine if we had, if we would have had a oh hundred, uh, 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 hundred million, just to just a hundred million compared to the billions yep. that they had, mm-hmm. just a hundred million in inv- fifty million in investment. Can you imagine what we could have done with it? Oh because God. we wouldn't have wasted it. Right? They just wasted it. Gone. I mean, and this is also while they're producing shows for HBO. I mean, they were handed Handed. a media empire with, let's be honest, no valid reason to be handed a media empire. I mean, like Vice did some interesting stuff early on. They did. They were kind of different. And then they just turn into the typical left wing news source. uh, And we were supposed to sit here and be like, oh, wow, this is amazing. It's innovative. Look at this. Let's just throw money at these people. And what do they do? The place is gone, basically. We sat there for I don't know how many meetings. I sat with with big, big, big companies that were trying to figure out how we were doing it. And at the time, we were doing it more right than anybody else. We were still wrong, and we had no margin of error because it was all on me. Um, and... Uh, and they were trying to figure out, you know, what do we do? What do we do? And I remember sitting in meetings going, your numbers don't make sense. I mean, I'm sorry, guys. I'm, you know, I'm not an accountant. I'm really a, not a good businessman. 
but I can look at this and, and, and you're selling what for what? And how do you even know that's true? And it was all hype. It was all hype. Now all that hype is over and it's all falling apart. The mainstream media is falling apart. And look what's happening. You know, I just said recently, it's been quiet on the Western Front. It's been all quiet for quite some time in talk radio. Haven't really had any attacks on talk radio. Been squished with digital, but on talk radio, haven't had a single problem. That's new. What was that all about? They forget about us? No. No. They're just going to take it. They're just going to take it in public-private partnerships. Uh, and they, the left, because our billionaires do nothing. Honest to God, our billionaires who believe in America, the only one that I know that is actually putting his money where his mouth is 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 Donald Trump? I mean, there's there's a handful. Yeah, I don't agree with that. There's there's some of these there's guys a are very there's a handful, very but active, the one not that, always publicly. Yes, but George Soros. No. I mean, if you're going to stand up, stand up, stand up. You want to stay in the shadows? That's fine, and I thank you for it. But get your friends to stand up. Why isn't we know the power of talk radio? We know the power of radio. Where are our billionaires? Why aren't they stepping to the plate? Why? Anyway, uh, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to support your local radio station. The station that is, is running this uh, program. Please support them. Please buy the advertising. If it, if you, I'm not asking you to buy something you don't need. If you hear somebody advertising something you like, okay, I, I need that or I'm looking for that, please go to that store or whatever. Local radio is critical, critical. You've got to have a local radio station that is not controlled by the Borg. We thank our sponsors and we thank our local radio stations, our affiliates. You're the heart of us. Thank you. On January, sorry, on October 7th of last year, the undying monster that is Jew hatred throughout the, uh, history reared its ugly head once again in the form of a horrific attack on Israelis by Hamas. Did you see now that the, this Google AI is saying that there's no evidence that Hamas raped or or really did unspeakable, horrific acts. It's been a, a good rollout by Google here. This has gone well. <laughs> so bad. It is so bad. I mean, again, bad. the problem here is just that it's not been subtle enough. They want to do all these things. It's just been too overt and everyone's noticing. But yeah. they'll, they'll fix that problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're changing history. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, I want to talk to you about the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. These are Jews and Christians working together. And we need to stand with Israel, the IFCJ, right in the middle of all of this every day. But they're on the good side. They're distributing essentials, food and medicine and emergency supplies. Support IFCJ, the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. If you would like to help them and make a donation, I invite you to go to their website and read all about what they do. And if it's something that you believe in, something that I've been working with for a long time before, you know, we accepted them as advertisers. Um, I, I, I want you to go to their website, find out about them. If you agree with what they're doing, 
Um, it's a great organization. Support them. Support ifcj.org. Right now, if you give $5, somebody else is matching it with another $5. So you'll double the impact. Support ifcj.org. Get even more, Glenn. Subscribe to the Glenn Beck Podcast anywhere podcasts are found. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We spend a lot of time talking about a parallel economy, right? Where you're just not doing business with companies that hate your guts. And that's something that's probably you've been involved in over the past couple of years, probably spent some time thinking, well, I'm not going to buy that product anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to focus my money in a company that doesn't hate me, but we don't do that all the time with our investments. We spend a lot of time talking about ESG. And I, I will say, if you're, if you're trying to avoid ESG companies and DEI and all this, it's not easy when it comes to investments. This is why you want to talk to the people over at Constitution Wealth. They can help you build a solid investment plan because you know you still have to retire someday, but you need to be building up that portfolio as wide, as wisely as possible and Constitution Wealth can help you with that, and they can also help you avoid the ESG and the DEI. They can help you avoid anything that you want to avoid, uh, no matter what it is. And, you know, look, you can reduce your investments in these woke corporations and help fight the culture war, help uh, build the, the alternate economy. Uh, this is your opportunity to build that parallel economy by working with an investment firm comprised of professionals who are patriots just like you. You can work with an advisor who shares your conservative patriotic values. Why would you want to go anywhere else? So... This is what you need to do. Go to constitutionwealth.com slash stew. Constitutionwealth.com slash stew. Sign up, get a free consultation today. Talk this stuff out with these guys. They're great and they can help you with all of this. Constitutionwealth.com slash stew. Okay, here is something also critical for talk radio. Uh, there is a bill in Florida... It is really dangerous and will really kill talk radio. It's HB 757. Um, and it is, it's going to create the presumption that anyone publishing a false statement that relied on an anonymous source acted with actual malice. Uh, wait, can we prove that, please? If this goes through, it will be litigation We'll spend most of our time in court. It will mean that this broadcast would not be heard in Florida because we'd never be able to afford the crazy litigation. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about American Giant. Our trade relationships with China especially are a joke. We've been giving them open access to American market for years now, basically for free. They don't return the favor. They're about them. Uh, yeah, that's what America first should be about. That's China first. Okay, let's then negotiate from that perspective. There's a company that's doing something about it. It's American Giant. 13 years ago, American Giant rescued a clothing factory in North Carolina that was about to be shut down. It would have completely been a shockwave to the town. Jobs were saved. More now have been created. So much goodness comes from hard work and American workers making quality American clothing with American-grown cotton. American Giant makes the best hoodie you'll ever own. And they do so much other really great clothes. I'm wearing some of their pants today. They're just great. When you do business with American Giant, the money stays here where it belongs. 
in the pockets of American workers. It's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Go there, use my name. You're going to get a 20% discount off your first order. It's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Sorry, China. You've been awoken. An American giant. Free and fair elections. I think that's what we're experiencing in America. You know, they're just trying to bankrupt the guy who was the 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 the, the sitting president that received more votes than any other president in history. Yeah, they're just trying to bankrupt him so he can't uh, he can't use any of his money uh, for anything but these court cases. Plus, I mean, I don't know. Did you hear? I've heard now, I don't know, I I can't verify this yet, but I'm sure Media Matters will confirm. He's the guy who cut the head off of that horse in The Godfather. He was the one that did it. And, you know, they just went to him, Paramount just went to him and said, hey, we need a horse head. And he's like, I've been cutting him off of horses left and right all the time. He just doesn't care. And he's finally going to pay for that. Oh, yeah, we'll bring him in front of the court in New York or D.C., pretty darn soon to get that this is so corrupt what's going on and if there is no freedom they're doing this to elon musk as well do you think they'll care when they do it to you first i didn't say anything because it was happening to donald trump then i didn't say anything because it was happening to elon musk and i wasn't donald trump or elon musk you remember how this poll man's more on this in 60 seconds The cultural divide in America is widening along moral lines. And if you have your feet planted on both sides, there's going to come a time where you're going to be split apart. Most of the time, the decision is really hard. Sometimes it's easy. I I, honestly, I don't know how people don't see the the right side of history here. I I just, I I don't get it. I really, it's like, you know, the guy that you're, you know, you're talking with all the time, this plan and all this. He kind of sounds like this. That might, I mean, that seems pretty easy. Don't follow the guy who sounds like that. Okay, anyway, Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is a easy way for you to help uh, shore up the Constitution. Make sure that crazy stuff isn't happening in our schools. What crazy stuff? Don't look there. There's no crazy stuff. Patriot Mobile. You're going to get everything you want in a mobile phone plan. One of the three major networks, uh, they have plans on all of them, so you're not going to lose anything. You've got the same coverage. Plus, you have affordable plans for your budget. Excellent coverage. Top-notch U.S.-based customer service. 
and they put their profits in uh, the aid of the Constitution and the Republic, not in the destruction of America. What? PatriotMobile.com slash back call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Use the activation. Uh, you can get free activation if you use the offer code back today. Join me. Make the switch. PatriotMobile.com slash back or 972-PATRIOT. And I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those pesky kids. Okay. Hello, Stu. Glenn. You know, mm. I, I was uh, thinking about this big lawsuit yeah uh, against the president former yeah. president you know first he had the 83 million dollars from the e Jean carroll situation Which really was caused by him well this is an interesting point yeah. right like he's he got he, he was, i think a, a totally false accusation against yeah, him totally false he said this is false this is crazy yes. he fought it uh they went through this case i think he got totally screwed and they ruled ruled, ruled against him for a few million dollars mm-hmm and they said basically you can't go out and talk about this anymore and he just did right like he, he was like i don't care what you say yeah and you know what mm-hmm. you have that right to do that if that's what you you know if that's what you want but he knew what he the, knew what the price cost, of that yes, was he correct. knew the price would be high correct. and sometimes occasionally even people have made the point that Donald Trump you know, creates some of his own issues okay yes, but he also but, has what I like to call fu money. Yes, fu and money, if, and if he gets you have to do the this, right? Money, exactly. Like, Eighty-five million. It's worth it. She sucks. And sometimes people yeah. have pointed out that mm-hmm. when he makes some of his own problems, he will still say he's the victim of persecution. He will kind of, kind of go to that. Yeah. That's kind of the way he goes. And and some have noticed this over time. But might I? address this lawsuit that came down in this ruling in new york 355 million dollars yep. it'll cost him over 400 million when it's all said and done by the way mm-hmm. ruling yesterday uh the same uh, or the uh, same supreme court justice said that he hasn't provided a good reason as to why he should delay the judgment from last week so um he said you failed to explain, much less justify, any basis for a stay. I'm confident that the appellate division will protect your appellate rights. So he's got to cough this up. Now, they're talking about this is so much money that he's going to have to put up probably real estate and sell the some real estate to be able to pay for this because you have to put your you have to put that money into a bond. And then you have a bondholder holding it for you, right. and you have to pay them an additional fee. Right, and then and then hopefully you win. The, you win the appeal, and eventually don't have to pay it. But I mean, that it'll still cost you about fifty million. It's still going to suck. Yeah, right. Yeah. But uh, talking about you know whether he's the victim of pers- uh, political persecution, I believe this case it's actually provable. Oh like, yeah, like it is. It's not, but it's not just. Oh yeah, it's not just. Oh yeah. Well, of course. I mean. Because I think on his face, that's how I react to this, right? He's running for president of the United States. They're trying to put him out of business, throw him in prison, take him off the ballots. I mean, it's so blatantly obvious just the, on its surface that that's how I translate it. The only thing he hasn't been uh, hit with is, you know, like, you know, have some uranium pie. Right. <laughs> you <know what> right. I mean? <laughs> the only true. thing is, is, like, he's not, like, been hit with an umbrella or you yeah, know, a little pin in the end of it, like the CIA used to. That's the only thing That's that has about happened. it. That's it. That's it. 
And so I think on its surface, it's easy to just look at this, but like the details of this one in particular are so egregious. First of all, it's not like a, you know, this, this number that they came up with, they just came up with like an algorithm that they built to come up with this number. And it's like, well, we think if he didn't defraud these banks, then the banks would have made more money. Now, of course, the banks could have gone to him and just requested a higher interest rate, which they didn't do. But because they found him a good risk because they'd done business with him before. before. And they all knew he had lots of money and they yes. all knew he had a successful business and they all knew he would pay back the loans. They all knew this would occur. So they went down this road. Now, of course, their case in New York is, hey, you defrauded all these banks. You screwed all these banks out of money. So you have to pay $350 million to us. Right. The state of New York. Because the banks, the banks get none of it. The banks didn't file this. They, there no. was no complaint. None. Even if you'd think there was no complaint, if you're saying they were defrauded, you'd think they would get the money. But no, no, no. it goes directly to the, the state of New York, which is just another comical layer to this. But listen to this breakdown of this particular rule, this law, and how it's been used in the past because as you point out there's no victims here no one is coming no bank is being hey by the way he lied about this and this didn't work out for us in We're fact upset. the banks testified on his behalf on, on his behalf yes. saying there's no victim we knew this we take that into account with everybody we loan that's why we have a a whole division that goes out and does the estimates for us mm -hmm. we know we're not stupid right right so they're this law has been around for 70 years, okay? And it is, there's multiple facets of this. There's the big fine, which is kind of the headline, but also yeah. the fact that they might take his business away. They're saying he can't run his business. They're saying his kids can't run the business anymore. They're trying to turn this essentially into a death penalty for this yes, company. they are. Um, so it is the only big business that was threatened with a shutdown without showing obvious victims or major losses in 70 years. The only one, okay? The AP went through 150 cases since New York's repeated fraud statute was passed in 1956, and it showed that nearly every previous time a company was taken away, victims and losses were key factors. You'd think, right? Customers lose money because they bought defective products or never mm -hmm. received services ordered, leaving them cheated and angry. What's more, businesses were taken over almost always as a last resort to stop a fraud in progress to protect potential victims. So let's look back at this now, because there is one case where they try to take a company, which is what they're threatening here with, with the, Trump corp uh, the Trump Corporation. Do we have that? Hang on. Do we have that uh, clip of, of the AG saying that they're going to take it? Here it is. Listen. Four days after a judge ordered Donald Trump to pay $355 million for a decade of fraud, New York Attorney General Letitia James says she's prepared to do everything she can to make sure the former president pays his fine, including, she told us, seizing the buildings that bear his name. If he does not have funds uh, to pay off the judgment, uh, then we will seek, uh, you know, judgment enforcement mechanisms in court, and we will ask the judge to seize his assets. I love the drama. She's so dramatic. It's hilarious. I know. Think of that, though. You're doing business in New York. Oh, I'd get this, out of there. Get out of there. You got to get out of there. Get out of there. I mean, again. And, and, and honestly, 
If you live in New York, honestly, you have a house in New York, you're living in New York, you're just like, yeah, well, we don't want to give up on New York. Get the hell out of New York. And I know a lot of people that say, well, I can't because my whole family is here. Um, get out of New York. If they're doing this kind of stuff to him, there is no rule of law in New York. Okay, It's always been liberal. Right. right. But it is, this is different. This is totally different. It's like you know, the difference between the New York Times. We were talking about this the other day where like the New York Times was always liberal. But then there was like, hey, this is an op ed written by a U.S. senator and the op ed, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, guy gets fired for just letting it be mm-hmm. printed. Right. right. Like the, the the crazy people on the left, the AOCs have taken over uh, places in the media and places like this in New York. This is what it is now. Um, so there's been one case, one, one in the entire 70 years where they did this, where they shut down a company that had no obvious victims. The case was 1972, um, and it was a company, relatively small company that was writing term papers for college students. Okay, so like I, I don't want to write my paper. I you want to break out and God bless America. I mean, I capitalism is yeah. pretty impressive, but <laughs> apparently this one didn't go over that right, well. Sure. And and what they said was there's no obvious victims here because the people bought the term papers. They didn't want to write them. They got the term papers, but they said this was a uh, they were defrauding the education system, which they were. This is the one time. Yeah. And it's a small tiny company. Let me give you the other times they've done this. <laughs> Tell me if any of these sound like, hey, I got a good interest rate on a loan I paid back. Uh, Number one, a breast cancer nonprofit was shut down a dozen years ago for using nearly all its $9 million in donations to pay for director's salaries, perks, and other expenses instead of funding free mammograms. (laughs) Okay. So they told everyone, donate money for free mammograms, and they just took all the money for themselves. Okay, that's number one. Number two, a private equity firm faking big investment success was closed down after stealing millions of dollars from thousands of investors. Okay, yeah, like you could clear. see. Yeah, that's yeah, a different. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then, on both of those so yeah. far, you have hundreds of thousands of people, you know, I'm victims. sure they gave, mm-hmm. they're all victims. Mm-hmm. They gave their yeah. money. And they and didn't they, get the thing they, they wanted. And they didn't get the thing that they were promised. So, mm-hmm. You have all of these people going to the AG going, hey, hey there's a real problem here. This right. has got to stop. Yep. Got it. Not here. Not here. Um, n- another one. A mental health facility shuttered for looting $4 million from public funds while neglecting patients. Hey, kind of a big Pretty one. clear. Yeah. An auto lender that allegedly h- charged hidden usurious uh, interest rates got to stay in business last year if it paid a fine and didn't commit fraud in the future so here's one they didn't shut down they actually let them go on they're going after trump for all of this but in this one they're like ah you know like it's sure they're hidden fees they're not telling you about them right okay okay a judge requests (laughs) a judge refused to request to shut down a river rafting company in 2011 after a customer drowned and the attorney general showed it was repeatedly using unlicensed guides or none at all. 
Instead, he ordered only a $50,000 bond and clean up and, and, and for him to clean up his act. The company is still being run today under a different name by the same family. Okay, so what we, we have Someone died. We have thousands of victims. And in this case, somebody who's dead. He's <laughs> dead. Dead. And uh, like, yeah, yeah, you guys can stay open $50,000. And then this is my favorite one. A judge in 2001 declined to appoint a receiver to take over a porn site despite millions of dollars of illegal credit card charges to hundreds of customers who thought they were getting a free tour. <laughs> now, look here. You want to get the free... You want to know what you're subscribing sure, to, Glenn, yeah, before you absolutely. just pull the trigger on that. Right. So you put your credit card information into a porn site. I think some of these victims need some <laughs> life changes to be made here. <laughs> but they put their credit card into a porn site expecting a free tour. And they instead just get charged and charged and charged and charged and charged. In fact, once the owners of the site were caught, they attempted to move their money overseas to avoid any penalty. Still, the judge said appointing a receiver was an extraordinary remedy <laughs> that should be used sparingly and that a preliminary injunction was good enough. Only after all that happened did they find out the people running the porn site were the Gambino crime family. <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> the Gambino crime family. And they didn't go into receivership. No. No. So there you go. There you go. Think about that. I mean, like, I mean, it's so obvious what they're doing. Letitia James talked about it when she ran. Her goal was to take this one individual out. And the New York, the voters of New York said, good, go do it. And now she's doing it. Okay. If you are, if you have business in New York, if you are in New York, I'm just telling you, you got to do what you got to do. But there's no way I would keep my business in New York. There is no rule of law now. Mm. You know it on the streets, but there is no rule of law. If they can get away with this, they can do anything to you. Christine wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. She said, my dog is 14 years old. Um, I thought this might add to his quality of life. The first time I put it in his food with a little hot water, he sniffed it and walked away. For about three minutes. Then he tried it and loved it. He's gotten frisky again. Might not be the best word to use. Starting to play with his tennis ball. So much, so much has changed. Thank you, Rough Greens. Christine, thank you for writing in. Let me let me know about your dog with uh, Rough Greens. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You put it on the food. Uh, it's really good. has everything in it. If it's good for your dog, it's most likely in Rough Greens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or you can call 833-GLEN-33. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Give you a first trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping. So call them now. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. Holy cow. Uh, it is, it's really uh, quite remarkable what is happening uh, in New York. And now the judge said officially, no, you have to take basically $400 million and 
put it into a bond. Um, yeah, I think it's four fifty. Four fifty, and that of course doesn't include the eighty something million from the Eugene Carroll situation, which he'll have to do as well. And I mean, obviously, the guy's got a lot of money. Um, he, yeah, but it's that's half it's, a billion. He's not going to go bankrupt over no, this. No, but though. that's a half a, it's a half a billion, billion dollars. dollars. You don't just tie up. You know, no, even, he, he, I believe, testified in court relatively recently. He has about four hundred million in cash, or at least liquid investment so this would mean I mean, he's not he can't just go into his bank account and pay this off right like most billionaires wouldn't be able to you know you don't you don't just have that cash around um he would probably have to go through a bond uh situation and you know he should be able to get that but who knows the other part that's complicating here is they put a monitor inside the company so basically everything that goes on in the company now has to basically be approved by this representative this of New York. Crazy. And what's funny about this Why is Why would you do business? If you if he if his choice was, you know what, I'm just gonna sell Trump Tower. I'll get a bunch of money out of that and just pay this off. I'm sick of hearing about it. The the monitor inside the company can block it. The monitor assigned from the state of New York can block the sale of the building. To allow him to pay off the amount of money he's supposed to pay to New York State. If they, I were Donald Trump, I would sell absolutely everything I have in New York. And look at that. Yeah. This guy loved New York. This yeah. guy. He was New York. He yeah. was New York. Yeah. He built so much of modern New York. And if I were him, I'd just screw you, New York. I'm out. I'm yeah, out. I, and, and so many. Look, not every person in New York is a liberal, and I would be terrified if I were anything other than a a hardcore leftist to stay in that state. I would be terrified. If I mean, you're a normal Wall Street business person. I know Wall Street is it's a unique thing, but I'd move my headquarters. I'd do everything I could to keep my business out of that state. What do you have if you don't have equal protection under the law? Glenn Beck. And by the way, this is what life is going to be like in uh, America in the next few years if we don't turn this election around. It's all going to be about lawfare. Let me tell you about preborn. You and I have something very basic in common, and it's, uh, you know, love of life. You know, we live life and we believe in life. We uphold life. There's a culture of death that is sweeping the world. Do you know that that? Abortion is now the leading cause of death in the world. This is like for the third year running now. Leading cause of death. In fact, there's more death through abortion in the world than all the other seven, seven, top seven things that kill people combined. That's how bad this is. Would you be willing to join and help Preborn? I, I love this organization because they don't just care about the baby. They care about mom as well. If you would like to help, I want you to go to preborn.com slash Beck and read all about it. You can donate there or say the keyword baby at pound 250. Keyword baby pound 250. Help them out from $28 to major contributions. They're all welcome. Sponsored by Preborn. We've been telling you about ESG for a while now. There are 15 states that have now passed laws targeting ESG in one form or another. The, the number is still going up. In Florida, Ron DeSantis and uh, Bob Rommel, Rommel, his state rep, 
uh, put together the toughest anti-ESG bill in America, and it was passed in 2023. Among other things, it bans banks from using ESG social credit scores to discriminate against its customers. And that's one of the biggest tools used by the Great Reset elites. Uh, To fundamentally transform us, they can use social scores. What is your green energy usage? Uh, What is, you know, how much, what is your carbon footprint look like? Are you in the school board fighting for or against uh, things uh, like um, critical race theory and DEI? Does your company have DEI in place? What is that like? If it doesn't hit certain places, then they don't give you a loan. That's done now in Florida. There is another one that's coming out that may be, uh, may be the best one out, uh, and it's coming from Tennessee, and it's from uh, Representative Jason Zachary. He's just put together an ESG bill that has the potential to be the strongest or the second strongest law in the country. It's a really good law. And it goes up uh, in committee on Tuesday, and I wanted you to know about it. Uh, Representative uh, Jason Zachary is with us now. Hey, Jason, how are you? Hey, I'm great, Glenn. How are you? Good. So tell me about the bill and uh, the battle for passing this thing. Sure. Yeah, well, to to start out last year, we passed uh, that we took the first ESG step with the treasurer of our state. Thankfully, we have one of the best treasurers in the country, very conservative. He and I began to discuss ESG and the problems that we were seeing with BlackRock in the state of Tennessee. We divested ourselves from all the BlackRock investments. He and I were having this conversation. He said, I'm never going to allow these standards to be utilized, but we have to take legislative steps to ensure those behind me don't take those steps. So last year, I was able to pass a bill with our Senate Majority Leader Jack Johnson to uh, prohibit ESG standards from being used on the governmental state level. And so obviously the next step, as you've talked about, was the fair access bill, uh, Mm -hmm. which Florida has. I talked to the DeSantis team. They've been very helpful. But man, really, Glenn, the team at Wall Builders, Audrea, uh, uh, Betty, uh, Justin Haskins, they have been invaluable in providing. I literally have pages of resources here to be able to combat uh, the pushback from the Tennessee Bankers Association, which is obviously pushing back on the bill. But to your point, I feel like we have the home run. We've included all the best parts. It requires notification. It protects religious liberty of institutions, political views, whether you own a firearm. I mean, we hit just about every aspect. And then we actually, Excellent. versus just saying ESG, we actually list out the individual tenants of ESG to ensure that the big banks cannot debank Tennesseans. Oh, that is fantastic. So what is the what's the pushback been like? Sure. So we started out at the team at Alliance for Defending Freedom. They've been working hand in hand with wall builders. And so uh, they came to us and said, listen, the Tennessee charter banks are not your problem. You're three, four billion dollar banks. I mean, they're they're serving Tennesseans. They're doing a great job. It's Bank of America. It's J.P. Morgan Chase. It's Wells Fargo. It's the big guys. So they suggested putting an amendment on that would uh, that would that was one hundred billion dollars that only hit the 28 largest banks in the country because that's the problem. And so kind of thinking that that would back the Bankers Association off. Well, the Bankers Association represents the large banks as well. And so they were in my office like last week pushing back, saying they were uncomfortable with the bill. Hmm. And Glenn, I just looked at him and said, listen, if you're uncomfortable with what's in this, then that's the problem. That's why we have to run it. But if you guys aren't doing these things, 
then you won't have a problem. Because they like to say in a conservative in a conservative state like Tennessee, they immediately say, "Well, guys, we're opposed to ESG." And then here comes the but, and then you've got these fifteen different things they list out. Yep. And so I've already worked the committee. Uh, we have it's all we're supermajority in Tennessee, seventy five Republicans in the House out of ninety nine. I've worked the committee. The Republicans are with us. We've only got one Democrat on the committee, so I feel really confident. Uh, wall builders and ADF have pulled some resources together. Uh, former Senator Brownback from Kansas is going to come in and testify. Excellent. ADF, some of the guys at Wall Builders are going to be there. We've got an awesome team coming in because we've got this up in committee on Tuesday. So it goes through committee. If it makes it through, and it sounds like it will, then what's the next step? When will this actually be in front of the the uh, the legislature to vote? Yeah, good question. And it's important for you, unlike Washington, that's the focus. They don't read bills. They don't go through committee and leadership makes decisions. In most states like Tennessee, every bill is heard. So it starts out in subcommittee. It'll be in the banking subcommittee. After it passes there, it would go to the full commerce committee, which is a much larger committee. Then it goes to the House floor. And Glenn, you, you talk about this all the time, but it's important for your listeners, especially your Tennesseans to know they need to call the members of the banking committee. It, it, you don't need to worry about the full house right now because we got a couple of weeks till we get there. But this next week, you call the banking committee and say, and email them and say, hey, guys, we need this. This is something we need to pass to protect us. And then the following week, you need to call the Commerce Committee. Tennesseans do. And then three weeks from now, that's when you start emailing the whole house. So it's very different than Congress. And most people don't understand that. And so you focus on one committee at a time because that's the most important We'll pass it in the House, and Senator Senate Majority Leader Jack Johnson, he's been right with me on this. He'll then move it on the Senate side, and then hopefully in probably four weeks or so, we could have this before the governor to sign for a signature. Are you uh, are you getting any coverage in the state on this? Man, Glenn, no. I, I mean, really, man, you are truly, and I'm not just saying it because I'm on with you. I literally, no lie, I was driving to the Capitol the morning you were talking about the UCC bill and Christy Nome's veto. And that bill happened to be in my committee the next day. I went to the sponsor, man, we wow. got that bill stopped because of wow. the, because of what I'm, and I'm serious because of the information you brought forward. I told, I told Sarah, who was, was emailing me yesterday, man, I've read the great reset twice, your discussions on the ESG, the resources that you mentioned with Justin and the wall builders. I just started reaching out and engaging them. Audria at wall builders, yeah, yeah. the resources that you've provided have been phenomenal, but man, no, in conservative media, <clears throat> nobody else is talking about these things like central bank, digital currency shifting a little bit with the help of wall builders. I put an amendment on that UCC bill so if it were to pass, which I don't think it will, we've already gotten it rolled to the last calendar. If it were to pass, I've got that on there to change the definition of a deposit account. And again, you're the only person talking about it statewide, zero coverage. Nobody's talking about it. Jeez. So if you're not getting any coverage, uh, you, you don't have any you don't have any backing. Uh, we, we, we if you are listening um, right now, you you have got to get engaged. This is the Tennessee ESG bill. Um, it is potentially one of the strongest, top two uh, strongest laws in the country on ESG. Um, and each individual state has to protect itself from this. And I know that they're repackaging right now. Don't think that they're they're not giving up on this. They're just renaming and repackaging. It, they will never give up on this. This is the way they control everybody's life. 
uh, this and CBDC, a central bank digital currency. Um, when is that bill coming up? So the U, so the UCC bill, we got that rolled to the last calendar. And as, as most people know, uh, we're part-time legislators. We go from January to April. So we got it pushed to the last calendar, hoping the sponsor will take it off. I mean, it's a cold breeze blowing in that committee right now just because there's so much uncertainty around it. But I have a standalone bill to change the definition of deposit accounts uh, to make it very difficult to implement a central bank digital currency. Because what happens, the federal government can roll it out. Uh, people can use it. There's only so much the states can do. But like Florida's done it, Alabama, North Dakota, we as Tennessee need to take that step to ensure that it's not that banks can't use it as collateral within their deposit account. So then they push back on the federal government and say, listen, you can't implement this because our 90 to 10 ratios, we can't maintain those if we can't count central bank digital currency as a collateral. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, man, that again, these are all factors. And it's some of those, all these things we're talking about are so critically important, but most people just know it from a surface level and don't think much can be done. But uh, Glenn, I'm, I'm five terms in serving in the House. It's been the honor of my life to serve. And and under Governor Haslam, who was our previous governor, Republican, he used to say that the federal government had become an unreliable partner. Well, over the last five years under Governor Lee, who's our current governor, man, they've become an adversarial partner. I mean, literally Joe Biden has called Governor Lee twice asking to dump illegals in our state he says, no, they do it anyway. Uh, everything Jeez. that we do, the federal government is pushing back on us. And so we, we, were the first, we were the first state in the nation. We passed a block grant for Medicaid. We got it in right before Trump left office. He signed off on it, and we have been able to save about $350 million a year with our Medicaid program because we get to keep those shared savings. But we're the only state that was able to do that because we got it under the gun. And so, man, our conversation among our supermajority GOP has been we have to do everything we can to firewall our state from these adversarial policies of the federal government. You have to. Wow. It is a, it's an honor and privilege to talk to you, Jason. Thank you uh, for everything that you, you guys are doing. Thank you, Glenn. You, man, truly, you have no idea what a valuable resource you are to got citizen legislators like me. Man, I don't have a staff. I don't have people that can research. And I literally listen to you on a daily basis, and it, you inform and talk about things most people don't. And it helps. I mean, we as legislators, we talk about things you talk about on your show. And what you talk about is impacting 7 million Tennesseans. And all I can speak for is Tennessee. But, man, please keep bringing these issues to the forefront. Sometimes people think they're so mundane, but man, this impacts the people I represent, every Tennessean, but people across the nation. And we as red states, we got to be bold in the steps we're taking. And for most of us, like this ESG bill, man, this is common sense, but these are the bold steps that we have to take to ensure that we preserve our way of life. Who knows what's going to happen in 2024? You know, when you're done with all of this, I, I would like to talk to you because, for instance, the Daily Wire is is in your state now, and they are coming after all digital and now all radio. Uh, what the FCC mm-hmm. did yesterday, the sale to Soros of the second largest media company uh, in America, radio broadcast company, and uh, the the third largest is being sold to a company 100% in the Philippines, uh, so it won't be American owned anymore. Um, they we're in trouble on radio. We I believe are in trouble, and I haven't felt that for a long time. They're coming, 
they are coming on digital and on radio. And I'd love to talk to you about anything you can do. The states have got to protect their local broadcasters. Have to. And, and, and Glenn, that you're, that I keep saying your team, the team at Wall Builders with David Barton and his group, yeah. if there are any legislators across the country listening and they have not reached out or talked to that team, call Audrea Decker over it. Over That's at Wall great. Builders, they they are fantastic. I literally, I'm sitting in front, I'm sitting here now in my car with pages of documentation, white papers that they've provided that create that allow me to make a case for ESG, but other things that they've provided. So if there are any legislators out there listening, they need to reach out to Wall Builders because that is an invaluable resource. And again, those of us, I'm a part time legislator. We're, we're we go from January to April, and then and then we don't we don't have session again to the following January. We don't have the resources of like my Congressman Burchett, who's got just unlimited yeah. resources, but he can't do anything in Washington. So, man, please reach out to the team at Wall Builders if you're a legislator because they can help and equip you to be able to pass some of these big bills. I am I am so pleased that we got a hold of you and and uh, you just let us know when you need people in Tennessee to know. Hey, they need to please. I sent Sarah the link. So if you guys, is there any way you could post that? It's the link to the two committees. Tennesseans can click on those links. They can follow me on Twitter, Jason Zachary TN. I'll go ahead and post those links there. They can click on those links. It'll show all the members of the banking committee. They can click on their picture. They can send them a nice email. And, and, and Glenn, too, it's important from a legislator's perspective for your users don't send or your listeners don't send canned emails like like our system weeds out like people will say hey sign up here and send your legislator yeah. an email we don't get those auto emails but just a personal email hey rep zachary man please uh please pass this bill or please vote for this bill it's important it. for us that stuff makes a difference call the guys offices i mean again we listen to that stuff we actually do receive the feedback directly okay thank you so much i appreciate it god bless you i'm going to post this and if uh the social media could actually uh do it by zip so we can go into the region and go right into tennessee so we uh hyper serve them on this and i'll post this at glenbeck.com also on my social media today so you have that information okay real estate agents i trust.com you know what this commercial has cost me personally a lot of money, but we're running so far behind. Let me just say this. You're going to sell your home. Trust the people that I have hired to help you find the right agent. We're not charging you anything for it. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. There. Is the company happy? Let me ask the CEO. Are you happy? Yes, I'm happy. Good. Spot. Are opinions weighing you down? Call in and let it out. 888 727-B-E-C-K. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We only have a couple of minutes here. Um, we're going to be, we're going to be sharing some audio with you. I mean, horse on a highway. We're going to be showing you how far removed the press is and the intellectual left from the truth of America. They don't even, they, they, don't, they don't know it. They just don't know it. Um, that's why we're called radicals. Because, yeah, we, I guess we, we had a revolution 250 years ago and uh, 
Since then, we've been pretty boring, though, just trying to keep those principles going. Right. Right. Like it, they were revolutionary, and again, they're becoming revolutionary, um, but because they're not being taught anywhere, and so many of the left have just accepted that what's in our Declaration of Independence, what's in our Bill of Rights, is just nonsense. Because they don't teach history anymore. That's why we put together a series called Letters from Biden on youtubecom America. <laughs> You should go there and see what their factual, e- their letters back and forth are about these scandals. I think you'll appreciate them. YouTube.com slash America. Letters from Biden. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I saw a clip from MSNBC and I thought, wow, um, I, I, have I slipped through another wormhole? Uh, something's being taught here that is just being discussed as if it is a fact and it is 180 degrees wrong, wrong direction. We'll tell you about that and explain what the truth is in 60 seconds. You know that box of old photos and uh, family movies you've got? Ones that's stored in the garage or the attic, maybe the basement someplace, top of the closet. Those represent some of the most important memories you've ever made and they're fading fast. Let me, let me tell you a personal story. My father-in-law died a couple of weeks ago. We went to the funeral. We went to the wake and uh, my mom had taken out all of these pictures of dad throughout the years. I mean, I saw him as a little kid. <laughs> Nani, the grandma, great grandma, used to follow my father-in-law when he was a baby, so Italian. As he's crawling around the floor, she would, she would carry food around. She'd say, eat, eat, Vinny, eat. He was this enormous, fat little, and then he grew up, and he looked like Al Capone's son. For I mean, when he was like a teenager, and then you know his he started playing football and everything else, and got into shape and got away from grandma for a little while, and you know now my mother-in-law is exactly the same with Rafe. Midnight, he came over. Uh, she came over. She was at the house. Uh, this is a few months ago. She's at the house, and he comes home. It's like 11 o'clock, and he's like, I'm hungry. She gets up, and she's like, 
Can I make you some meatballs? She starts making meatballs at 11 o'clock at night. Eat, Rafi, eat. Oh my gosh. All of these memories, she pulled all of these photos out. We had never seen them because they were sitting in a box. Please get a legacy box. Go to legacybox.com slash records. Do your family a favor. Let everybody share them and see these. Save 50%. Legacybox.com slash records. Get 50% off right now. Preserve, digitize, and share all of those memories. Sales not going to last long. Shop 50% off. Legacybox.com slash records. Okay, I want you to hear this uh, clip from uh, MSNBC as they're talking about Christian nationalism. Listen. Remember when Trump ran in 2016, a lot of the mainline evangelicals wanted mm-hmm. nothing to do with the divorced, uh, you know, real estate mogul who right. had cheated on his wife and with a porn star and all of that, right? So what happened was he was surrounded by this more extremist element. You're going to hear words like Christian nationalism, like the new apostolic reformation. These are groups that you should get very, uh, very schooled on because they have a a lot of... Stop for a second. These are the same people that she's, she's talking about 2016. You have to get to know them because they were around him in 2016 and they're very far right. And they want a Christian nationalist nation, making it sound like some fascistic thing. No, did they do it in 2016? What's changed? What has changed other than the you, the media, which the media is, you might as well just move it into, if you see it on mainstream media, you know it's coming from a government agency. It's coming from Intel somewhere or another. That's their source on all this. Why are they saying now that the same people that were around him in 2016 are extreme Christian nationalists? I'll tell you why. Because that designation will allow the Department of Homeland Security and FBI and NSA to spy or round up and use the Patriot Act to quash. That's why this is being brought up. Actual Christian nationalism, which is not what they're talking about, is very small, and it is real, and it is dangerous. We've talked about it before. If you don't know, go back and listen. We'll talk about it again, but it is real and it is dangerous. But that's not what she's talking about, and I want you to listen to the rest of the clip. Out of power in Trump's circle, and the one thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists not Christians, by the way, because Christian nationalists is very different, Mm -hmm. is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They (gasps) come from God. The problem with that is that they are determining man, men, Mm -hmm. it is men, are determining what God is telling them. And in the past, Mm. that so-called natural law is, you know, Mm. it's a pillar of Catholicism, Catholicism, for instance, it's been used for good in social justice campaigns. Martin Luther King evoked it in talking Mm -hmm. about civil rights. But now you have an extremist element of conservative Christians who say that this applies specifically to issues including abortion, gay marriage, and it's going much further than that, as you see, for instance, with the ruling in Alabama this week that judge is connected to that dominionist. Stop. Have you ever heard something so crazy 
that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator Mm. with certain unalienable rights, among them life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Endowed by who? Endowed by their creator. I mean, you just—are you a Christian nationalist? Are you just making that up off the top? No, of your head? where are you no, getting I, that phrase? I'm just from? quoting it from an old dusty document. Oh, Endowed okay. by their Creator with certain unchangeable, untouchable rights. The reason why the founders wrote that is because they had a king who said, "I create rights. I will tell you the rights you have." So the founders settled on, you know, there are some things to nature's God, nature's law. Now, nature's God, based on the Judeo-Christian Ten Commandments and just the, you know, rule of thumb, be good, be good to one another, love one another. These things are wrong. These things are not good. Based on those laws and the laws of nature. This is what we would call today, follow the science. Those things are where we get our general understanding of rights. And if you don't have that understanding that rights are not printed up, are not, they're just not changeable by men, and they're not printed up by men. If you understand that, you know then where the limits of government are. That's what made America different. We have a charter of negative liberties. We, those that, the charter that we have for the government, it's all negative liberties. You cannot do these things. All other constitutions are reversed. They have a charter of negative liberties on the people. No, the government doesn't give us these rights. We're restraining the government because something is bigger than government. And it's not man, it's God. And you can see how this might be a problem if you reverse this concept. If you said, actually, all your rights are just gifts from government institutions and Correct. politicians, you don't, you what don't, happens when they change? What happens if you're a group that's out of favor with the government? You'd think someone on the left would understand this. That you know, It's why well, they it could do create understand some issues. This. this is why they're mm-hmm. doing it with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. They are taking away his right to a fair free trial so they're doing mm-hmm. now they're just taking away his right his right to have a business to do business because they want to there are certain things um that our founders did that if we don't teach them we don't understand them we are going to lose the country this is why i've been saying You know, what are we for? I'm tired of being against stuff. What are we for? Well, I am for God-given rights. And they're they're pretty obvious. You have a right to be you. But being you, everybody has the right to be you. They can be them. You can be you. That's fine. But you don't have a right to kill 
another person because they're not you. They have a different point of view and they're not hurting anybody. They have a right to liberty. You can't just scoop them up off the street because you disagree with them. You, you, they have a right to say what they feel, just like you have a right to say what you feel. They have a right to collect with their own groups of people. You have a right to do it too. Whatever rights you want, you better protect them for the people you don't like. That's, that's the way we used to always be. I don't agree with you, but I'll fight to the death for your right to say it and believe it. That's not what we're doing now. No, uh, it's very true. And, and when you look back at, you know, even the founding of this country, obviously you point out endowed by our creator, but with certain unalienable rights, which would, should prove it to almost anyone. But you can go through the founding concepts of this country and find how it was designed with natural law in mind with almost no exception. I mean, it's so fundamental to the country, let alone the misunderstanding going on here with Christianity, which is a whole different story. But just that when you're talking about the country as a whole, every concept that we care about comes from natural law. Everything from you know, habeas corpus, um, you know, paying back someone you've wronged, Come, that that concept is directly from natural law. Uh, there's a whole list of them. Um, Life. Limited government. Separation of powers. Checks and balances. These things all come from natural law. The right to contract comes from natural law. The right to bear arms comes from natural law. And I don't want to use that necessarily in this example because they probably wouldn't want to get rid of that one. Um the right with talking about no taxation without representation that comes from natural law how about how about this these are some of them <laughs> that they talked about but they thought it was so obvious they didn't need to enumerate them okay no. i want you to understand rights the declaration is our mission statement we tell the king we got to break up but because we want to be decent human beings we have to tell you what we're going to do why we need to break up with you. And that's because we hold these things self-evident. You don't. We do. Okay? We don't want a war with you, but you won't listen to us because we're different. We think differently. We believe, you believe, that all rights come from you because you're appointed by God. We don't think that. We think every man is equal. Every man is equal. We're all created equal, and we're all given certain rights. You say, as the king, only you have it, or only parliament has it. We don't think that. And they list life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Then later, because they knew people were going to be so stupid, and actually it was because they just didn't trust the government, none of, none of them did. The state said, when we sign this constitution, we're, we need to outline you know, some rights here. So everybody is clear because there are certain unalienable rights. There's, there's hundreds of thousands of millions of them. I don't even, I haven't even thought of, you haven't thought of. So it's an unlimited number of rights, but they thought the really important ones ought to be written down. And that's the bill of rights. But here are the, some of the things they were talking about the unalienable or natural rights, meaning unalienable just means you can't take this right away. You can't change it. No man can change it because it is part of nature. 
uh, the right of self-government, which means you have a right to vote. You have a right to be heard. You have a right to campaign. You have a right to serve in government, a right to bear arms for self-defense, a right to own, develop and sell property, a right to make personal choices, a right of a free conscience. You can't tell me as a government what to believe. Uh, the right to choose a profession, the right to choose a mate, the right to beget one's kind. In other words, have children, the right to assemble, the right to petition, the right to free speech, free press, the right to enjoy the fruits of one's labors. This is why the thing with Elon Musk is so horrific. Because he's being told he made a deal with his company and everybody said he'll never make it. It's an outrageous deal. He's a sucker for taking it because he'll never, ever be able to accomplish it. He does. And then the federal government steps in and says, that's an unfair deal. You're giving him too much money. They made the deal as free citizens. They made a contract. They have a right to make a contract. Government has no role in it. Unless somebody's being defrauded, but nobody's complaining about fraud in that or the Donald Trump case. The government is. They don't have that right. They don't have that right. Back in just a minute. Relief factor sleep. Have you ever thought to yourself, I, I'm just so tired of being tired? Well, if you feel that way um, and you have problems sleeping from time to time, May I suggest you don't take prescription medicine. That stuff, I, I mean, I've taken it a couple of times, and every time, if I'm not laying in bed, and I'm you know, out with a family or something, and I take it, and I'm like, oh, i got 20 minutes before I go to bed, they end up with some crazy you know, uh, cell phone video of me, <laughs> just like it's horrible. And you have no memory of it, and you feel groggy in the morning. This is why I take Relief Factor Sleep. It's all natural. It doesn't have any of those uh, things. It just relaxes you, improves your mood. It reduces your anxiety and distress. You can sleep. Get Relief Factor Sleep right now at relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com or call 800-the-number-4-relief. 800-the-number-4-relief. Relieffactor.com. 10-second station ID. So glad we're discussing again this MSNBC clip where they basically say it's Christian nationalism if you believe your rights come from God instead of the government. Let me just give you Alexander Hamilton. Uh, the sacred rights of mankind are not to be rummaged for among old parchments or musty records. They are written as with a sunbeam in the whole volume of human nature by the hand of divinity itself and can never be erased or obscured by mortal power. Uh, you're not going to get much clearer than that. Nope. Uh, Jefferson also had a great one. Uh, God who gave us life gave us liberty. Can the liberties of a nation be secure when we have removed a conviction that these liberties are a gift of God? About, and apparently uh, his answer to that was no. And yeah. he is correct on that. Uh, here's one from John Adams. Listen to this. All men are born free and independent, have certain natural, essential, and unalienable rights. Among them may be reckoned the right of enjoying and defending your own life and liberty, that of acquiring, possessing, protecting your property, 
in fine of seeking and obtaining your safety and happiness. He's, they're saying, when they say natural rights, they mean, as she says, so-called natural. There's no so-called natural right. Well-known concept. It, yes, right. we are all born with these things. You don't have a right to, t- this is what is the difference between slaves, totalitarians, serfs, Nazis, communists, whatever it is to use to oppress people. Yes, and even in theocracies, I'm not for one. This is what makes us unique. It's what we've been fighting every war for, at least until World War II, I think. We've been fighting for people to understand that they have individual rights. By the way, if you want to know any of this, the best book I've ever found on teaching the principles of America is The Miracle That Changed the World. It's called The 5,000-Year Leap. It breaks all of this down in such a simple way. It quotes the founders. It, it, it even has diagrams and everything else in it. So you really can break it down. I mean, I'm not a complex guy when it comes to that. I don't, you know. <sighs> Have you read Jefferson? No, I've read, I've read the highlights. You know what I mean? I watched the Jeffersons. <clears throat> yes, I've watched the Jeffersons. A- They're moving on up. Mm-hmm. Now, this book, everyone can read and digest, and every home should have it. It's called The 5,000-Year Leap, Principles of Freedom 101. You can get it online wherever books are sold. You'll never get it in a bookstore. Get it while you can, quite honestly, online. And you pointed out, you know, all men are created equal. They are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights among these life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. But it follows that, too. It really even double makes it clear. To secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That's us. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute a new government laying its foundation on such principles. Bottom line is, God gives you these rights. If the government we put in place to help protect the rights that God gave us, and if they screw it up, we can go another direction. And we have the right and the responsibility to do that. So rights of our children are protected. You know what's missing from your day? That big sigh of relief. Take one right now. (sighs) You look at all the economic turmoil all around the United States and abroad. (sighs) Breathe deep. (sighs) You've planned ahead. You've done everything you can to to secure your economic future and the future of your family. If you're missing the sigh of relief, it's time to consider using precious metals, gold and silver, to defend uh, your economic status, whatever you have. This is economic insanity that's going on. Please give Lear Capital a call today and ask for their free wealth protection guide. There's no obligation. You'll just get free information on protecting your hard-earned financial future with gold or silver. Uh, With $3 billion in trusted transactions, they have thousands of five-star reviews. They have a 24-hour risk-free purchase guarantee. Lear is the precious metals leader that you can trust. So call Lear Capital today. You'll get $250 towards your purchase just because you're a Glenn Beck listener. So call them, 800-889-3070, 800-889-3070. Lear Capital.
And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Last day for 30% off your annual subscription. You've got to use the code free speech. It's blazetv.com slash Glenn. Well, we have some breaking news we oh. want to get to here in just a second. Uh, we we don't we have it verified through the Atlanta Journal Constitution, but that's it. But we'll give that one to, time to digest this here for a few minutes. Do you digest it? Sure. Um, and then we I want to be accurate on this story. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be fun. It's, gonna it's be gonna, fun. you're not gonna want to miss it. Yeah. You know what? We're just sitting here. I was sitting here reading the Five Thousand Year Leap, a book I haven't picked up in years, and it is just. The best book uh, and m- just deeper now than it was when we started talking about, it. I don't know, 2009 or 10. Um, listen to this. It's a republic, the 12th principle of the United States. The United States shall be a republic when we pledge allegiance to the flag, to the United States of America and to the republic for which that flag stands. We're not a democracy. And this is why it's so important. Um, a, a republic is defined um, differently than a, a, a democracy. Here's, here's how the founders saw a democracies. Democracies have been spectacles of turbulence and contention and have ever been found incompatible with personal security or the rights of property and have in general been as short in their lives as they have been violent in their deaths. It's a government of the masses. They have the authority derived through mass meetings or any other form of direct expression. The results, they said, were mobocracy. Look at now, I want you to listen to this. Who's really running the country? Do you have a say? Or do these little mobs have more say than the regular person. They say the attitude towards property is negating property rights. Look at what's happening with Donald Trump. Attitude towards law is that the will of the majority shall regulate, whether it's based upon deliberation or government by passion, prejudice, or impulse, and without restraint or regard to the consequence this results in demagogism, license, agitation, discontent, and anarchy. That's what we're living right now. We are living in more and more of a democracy and less of a republic. Here's how they defined. This is, uh, actually comes from James Madison, guy who wrote the Constitution. Here's how he defined a republic. We may define a republic to be a government which derives all of its powers directly or indirectly from the great body of the people. Now, you would say, well, that is that's a democracy. No. It's administered by persons holding their office during the pleasure of the people for a limited period or during good behavior. We no longer have limited periods. I mean, I can't tell you. I saw Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi walking on the tarmac to Marine One yesterday, and I'm like, good Lord, hippies, man. Enough with the hippie generation. 
Why are these people still holding on to power? <clears throat> anyway, it is uh, essential to such government that it be derived from the great body of the society, not from, this is James Madison, an inconsiderable proportion or a favored class of it. Otherwise, a handful of tyrannical nobles exercising their expressions by a delegation of their powers. Wow, did these guys get it? He's just saying nobles. That's just, you know, the rich upper class that have all the control of industry and everything else. These these favorites of the king, if you will, will do whatever they want. But by delegation of their powers. So the government, those people who are in the Senate and the House, they delegate their powers to somebody else to do all the hatchet jobs. They might aspire to the rank of Republicans and claim for their government the honorable title of republic. We are a republic, not a democracy, for very clear reasons. If you lose the rule of law, you have no society. You don't have a country. You don't have a society. What are the mobs doing? Reimagining the police. Well, we've seen how that's working out. Why are we still reimagining it? Because you feel like you're in the minority. You're not. You're in the majority. But they've kept us separated because they say that we're arguing between Democrats and Republicans. We're not. On most things, we agree. Who wants to live in a hellhole of a city that's crime-riddled in Gotham? Nobody. Nobody. No Democrat wants that. The elites want that. Some elites want that so they could solve that problem in their own way. But who's caused these problems? It's been the lack of attention from both Republicans and Democrats. People don't even know what our country is. They don't know what rights are or anything else. And when that happens, you start to remember the key to the republic is these people hold their positions because you gave them the power for a limited time. And as long as they're being decent, as long as decency still remains in that person, why don't you from there? Take me to the Atlantic, uh, the Atlanta Journal Constitution. Fonny Willis. Fonny, 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 Fonny. Fonny Willis, if you remember, testified last couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. about this relationship with Nathan Wade, this other attorney. Now, she claimed in court that this began in 2022. Big point of contention uh, for multiple reasons that we discussed at the time. But the bottom line is she went in and testified in court that their relationship did not start till 2022 that they had barely even really talked they knew each other they were friends maybe occasionally saw each other he he had maybe come by the condo a couple of times maybe Uh, i believe he he said not more than 10 times um uh and uh and it was only a, a matter of like a month difference between the two right wasn't she saying no it was in july and he was saying that was the breakup you're thinking of the breakup that's later on okay so this is this is the beginning of the relationship this is key because the the their fundamental claim was they were not in a relationship before he was hired right right that would be the big issue here now there is testimony from 
it, one witness that said we this was definitely going on at least in 2019, uh, so way before he was hired. Uh, secondarily, another witness was brought on the stand by the Trump side of this, mm-hmm. um, saying, uh, hey, you knew about this too. We know you knew about it. And he got out of it because of attorney-client privilege. He didn't have to say it in court. But I mean, obviously, they wouldn't have called him up there if he was going to say it didn't happen. Correct. Okay. So, so this so is really re- this. She is now testified, and so is he, in two court cases. Mm-hmm. Let alone all the sworn depu- um, uh, depositions. Two court cases. They have sworn there was no relationship before 2020 or 20. Was it 2022? 2022. Yeah. So anything that happened in 2021 would be a major problem if you could prove that they were having a relationship at this time. Yeah, but how do you prove that? Now, one way you might be able to prove that mm-hmm. is with phone records. You mean geolocation? Geolocation. That's what that. Now, interestingly, in the testimony, when Nathan Wade is testifying, they asked him specifically this question, quote, so... If phone records were to reflect that you were making phone calls from the same location of the condo before November 1st, 2021, and it was on multiple locations, those phone records would be wrong? Uh, If the phone records reflected that, yes, sir, they would be wrong. Now, I don't know how dumb you have to be when someone asks you a question like that. They have the phone records, okay? This should not surprise you. Well, we should not be surprised either that they have the phone records. This is breaking and is now confirmed through the Atlantic Journal-Constitution. This is from an expert, a, a defense expert, here in this particular case. And uh, they found the following. The report revealed over... 2,000 voice calls. Oh, my God. And just under 12,000 text messages exchanged over the 11-month period in 2021, all before they say they had From a relationship. From her house? Not, or not their, your, or their, their... That's just the text love messages. Shack. So this you could say, well, we just communicated a lot. We were business associates. We communicate. I mean, I text business people at work. That you do. Okay, yeah, sure. Now, sure. But some of the details on this are a little interesting. So then they decided to do the geolocation situation. Well, where were calls being made? Where was your phone during this period? They looked at an activity around her condo just to see, hey, you know, did they ever go there? Was he just sleeping outside of the door? Very possible. They weren't sleeping together. Who knows? He just happened to be in that area. They constructed a conservative idea here. So they weren't trying to like, okay, he's in the general vicinity here. They they narrowed it down tightly and they go through the details of that. Um, The conservative analysis using the above referenced uh, uh, area revealed a minimum of 35 occasions where Mr. Wade's phone connected for an extended period to either one of the towers in closest proximity to the address. Voice calls or text messages were made from there. The data reveals he is stationary and not in transit. So he's not just driving by this area 35 times. He's stationary there. It could have been, I mean, so he was a stalker. He was <laughs> He was underneath her balcony. Right, right. Juliet, Maybe, Juliet. Now, it gets a little difficult here because... Uh, because he focuses only on a couple dates. He's got 35 here, but he focuses on a couple just for specifics. September 11th, uh, and uh, uh, this is a, this will tell you a little bit about what's happening here. September 11th through the 12th, 2021. 
<laughs> and November 29th through the 30th, 2021. Now, it's interesting how it would go cover two dates. Well, it changes at midnight. Now, he you could, tell me what happened. He could have let... Yeah. Look, he was over... Well, that's what were, I mean. They were over. He was like, hey, I just had a flat tire. I had to... Uh, can I use your phone? I know I have mine, but it's only geo-tracking. <laughs> it's wreck. And it was just... It was late, and then... It's midnight, and he's been there for two days. Allow me to give okay. you the details right. of what they have okay. on just these two dates. Okay. On September 11th, 2021, Mr. Wade's phone left his area and then arrived within the geofenced area at Fonnie Willis's address at 10.45 p.m. Now, mm-hmm. how many businesses? This happens all the time. You go over to some lady's condo working, at 10.45 no, p.m. Look, you're, you're working, working hard. hard. You're working hard. You're working hard. The phone remained there until... <laughs> Until September 12th at 3.28 a.m. They're working late. At which time the phone traveled directly to Towers consistent with his residence. Okay. Now you might say, well, maybe maybe the best excuse for that is he was actually sleeping with someone else at the condo complex. You know, hey, who knows? He could have been. However, the problem with that is uh, the phone, his phone, Wade's phone, arrived at home at 4.05 a.m., and then he sent a text to Fonnie Willis at 4.20 a.m. Now, I don't. Now, I, I've been in a lot of relationships over the years. Glad as I know is. you Here have. But I don't is. know if that's Here normal. He's driving. Mm-hmm. He realizes I've been working so hard. <laughs> I'm just a little sleepy. Okay. I can't make it home. He goes in. Hey, can I take a nap on your couch until about 3 o'clock? And she's like, well, that's really odd, but mm-hmm. you do look tired. And he's like, I feel very unsafe. He gets up at 3 o'clock. He gets into the car. Well, the problem with that is she said on the stand no one had ever slept at her house. So that's a problem. It's a little harder to... Additionally, hmm. November 2021, Wade's phone was pinging on, the, uh, on his home by his residence. Then he got a call from Miss Willis at 11.32 p.m., I mean, we're in booty call territory here. The call continued. He left and drove to her while on the phone with her. Got there at 1243. The phone remained there till 455 (laughs) a.m. I mean, this is Glenn not just blowing up this case. Oh, no. She may be disbarred for this. She should be. She should be. She's lied to the court blatantly. Both of them. Twice. Twi- at, at least, least twice. twice. That's two of 35, at least. A conservative estimate of 35. Yeah. We'll tell you what all this means coming up in just a second. First, to shoot or not to shoot. Believe it or not, in a lot of emergency situations where you need to protect yourself or your family, that is the question. Not everything is cut and dry. And if you are only armed with a gun, you you have a limited number of choices. Am I going to shoot and possibly kill this person? Or not. And the worst thing you can do is try to stop your attacker by shooting them in the foot. Ain't gotta work. I have the Berna launcher in my house. My wife and my adult children have it as well. It's a great compliment to my firearms. There are situations where less than lethal is the way to go. And Berna is the best alternative to deadly force. Better than, you know, pepper spray or tasers or anything like this. It fires powerful deterrents like tear gas and kinetic rounds. So you Boom, you fire this thing and it throws a kinetic round up to 60 yards. I think it's 60 yards, 60 feet. And I mean, it will hit them hard. Then if they keep moving, you hit the second one and I have it as tear gas, not fooling around. I want that person incapacitated 
for at least 40 minutes until the police can come. You can find out all about these. Made here in America. They are fantastic. Burna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. That's Burna.com slash Glenn. Get an exclusive 10% discount now. Burna.com slash Glenn. The following content identifies as a commercial. Isn't that lovely? The Glenn Beck Program. We'll be right back. Why does the universe on a Friday give us 45 seconds left to really talk about Fanny Willis, Fonny Willis? Fonny, 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 This new detail that has just come out, she is in deep, deep trouble. That case is over. And you know she's lying about, if she's lying about this, she's also lying about the money, which we all knew. knew. This arrangement has never occurred in human history. You can't believe her on anything anymore. And by the way... Her excuse for the money with Nathan Wade is the same excuse Jim Biden is using with Joe Biden in the lower <laughs> loan repayments. By the way, we are going to go into a studio right after this broadcast, and we're going to cut something for Blaze TV subscribers and then later make it available for YouTube. You don't want to miss our commentary on this coming up. We'll see you Monday. God bless. The Glenn Beck Program.